Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. If you are listening to this podcast, it is Monday, March 21st. If you are, by the way, happy birthday to my oldest son. How old do you think he is on March 21st? Uh, 23. <laughs> 16? 15. Oh, you can almost drive. 15 year old. That's how you can drive. You crazy? I know. Unbelievable. 15. Unbelievable. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, and you can watch on at youtube.com slash pick six, where we are live. Uh, we've been live every day this week at 4 p.m. Um, we'll be live moving forward probably at 1 p.m. Smash the like button if you're in the chat, by the way. Appreciate it, of course. And um, anyway, it's, it's uh, Friday, March 19th, March 18th. There's a lot of basketball going on. We just saw Devontae Adams traded. We're not going to talk a lot about Deshaun Watson because between Friday and Monday, by the time you listen to this on Monday, he might be traded. That's right. Um, or maybe you're just listening on YouTube. Either one is fine. Fire up the YouTube machines. Uh, so do a mailbag, do a live chat. If you got any questions, toss them in the chat. We will answer any and all, or you know, most of most of the questions. Don't want to promise. You never know. Sometimes people come in and ask weird things, and we can answer them. <laughs> Joining me to break down to do the mailbag, of course, the super friends Ryan Wilson, John Breach. What's up, boys? Hey guys, long time no talk. I like the color of your hoodie, Wilson. True story. Ask Breach where you got that hoodie from before we started. He goes CBS. So that's that's what I'm dealing with today. Complete and utter idiocy. Good luck. <laughs> you shouldn't have asked the question if you didn't want the answer. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. What are you doing today? Um. Yeah. What's the plan, Brinson? I just said we're going to do a mailbag in the live chat. Oh, and I thought that, you were going to say we're going to do a mailbag. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a mailbag. I'm sort of running out of steam. <laughs> <laughs> it's every day this week. Free agency emergency podcast. Trying to watch the tournament. Yeah. And well, and it's like the anyway, we don't want to talk about it because but it's like the whole DW thing is like, just let's just do this. Okay. I love that you're using. Uh... Like shorthand, like that's going to fool us. I'm not trying to fool. I'm just trying not to say the name and get off on a tangent about it. When you're in like, trouble, call DW. Do you know whose initials those are? Darkwing Duck. <laughs> that's there DW, man. D-dub-dub. Would you, uh, if you could only watch one duck-related cartoon for the rest of your life, do you go DuckTales or Darkwing Duck? DuckTales. Going, going with Daffy Duck. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Or, or da- oh, yeah. Donald or Duck? Nah, yeah. Daffy's better than Donald. I would. I agree Daffy's better than Donald. Um, I mean, DuckTales is the answer. DuckTales is absolutely the answer. What a great show. You know, since we're doing a mailbag, since we're doing a mailbag, I'm going to break out once again. Would you rather at some point? I'll I'll find a good one. Um, The the DuckTales video game 
on Nintendo was Loki awesome too, by the way. Yeah, I was never a video game guy because I wasn't a nerd. But if you had been a video game person, you would have loved it. That's what Wilson, that's what Brenton's saying. Oh, that's a good point. Man, now, you know, I shouldn't talk about the NCAA tournament either because there's <laughs> there's lots of stuff going on. Uh, anyway, let's uh, we'll fire up the mailbag. Keep, you can leave questions in the chat. Hit, hit the like button if you're in here. Uh, we'll answer any at all. I mean, any you got questions <laughs> about, obviously don't ask about Deshaun because the podcast listeners are going to get this on Monday and be shocked at our low energy. Usually we got this goofy Friday like buzz go like not buzz but, like energy going and it's like people on Monday like you know you, know, you go like commuting to work like what the, what is wrong with these guys they don't sound like they're Monday guys um it's it's from the past all right we'll start hey Debo Matt from Melbourne here I don't have Apple Podcasts so messaging you here love the free agency talk between the boys now that oh, this is very topical now that Devonte adams is out of green bay and with the packers losing a couple of other pieces already they may pick up a few players but realistically won't be quite the same team without him nfc north is opened back up now packers are far 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 from a lock do the vikings go it all in on this season now especially given that they have committed to kirk cousins obviously and is a short-term successful option at quarterback what moves can they realistically make a free agency trade in the draft that could push them closer to the dominant team in the division. You guys are awesome. Keep hanging shit on Prisco. Dang, you just made Debo have to hit the bleep button again. Debo put it in the rundown, so he knew I was going to say it. Also, it's a quote, so I technically think I can use it. I'm not also, yeah, this is <laughs> this is Debo's fault for thinking that you weren't not going to say it. Uh, yeah, no, I think he wanted me to say it. Oh, um, so, yeah, this is, a, it's like a, uh, this is an interesting one because... What are the um? I know you don't. Uh, I'm about, about to look okay, it up. Okay, thank you. <laughs> That's just Groundhog you're, Day. You're gonna ask Groundhog what, Day 101. What Wilson was gonna ask? What are the division <laughs> odds? Oh, William Hill doesn't, or Caesars doesn't have a uh, Washington Commanders logo. That's interesting. So the Packers are now minus one ninety. The Vikings plus two eighty. The Bears nine to one, and the Lions are twelve to one to win the NFC North at Caesars. I don't exactly remember what the Packers were before Devontae Adams, but I think it was over minus two hundred. I actually love that Lions bet. Oh my! Do I love the Lions? I love the twelve to one. Sure. What? Do you just like all long odds, or do you actually love it? But no, what? I like it. I like it. Yeah, I know you like to throw away money sometimes on long odds, but I feel like this division might be. Maybe the craziest. What's a crazier division as we sit here in in uh, what month of this March? What do you mean by crazy? Like the hardest to predict. I would say the AFC West, clearly. <laughs> no, I don't mean good teams. I mean sort of like mediocre, hard to predict. The NFC East? Yeah, that's that's okay. I'll give you that. But maybe not. If Brady hadn't returned yes. the, the NFC uh, South, but he did, so that's not it. <laughs> right. All right, so of the odds that we have... Or we don't have NFC South odds because they're on, as of Friday. Um, oh, no, we do. NFC South, sorry. Uh, they're still there. So the biggest favorites here, the Titans are minus 105. The Cowboys are minus 140. The Bucks are minus 180. The Packers are minus 190. Bills are minus 220. And then everybody else is plus money to win yeah. the division of the favorites. Okay. So this is one of the... Uh, bigger, juicier favorites in terms of winning the division. I still think the Packers are easily the best team, 
but I wouldn't be entirely shocked. I would be shocked if the Bears or Lions won the division. I would not be shocked if the Vikings somehow won the division. New coach, you know, offensively based, you know, maybe they'll throw some stuff at Rodgers one week that they haven't seen. They haven't done anything in free agency. Yeah, and there's not a whole lot to do in free agency. I mean, I, there's a the chance. Vi- wait, wait, what does that mean? Well, I mean, not, this team is not great. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, I mean, the Vikings went in free agency with like $2 million in cap space, so it's not like they could do a ton. But I, I will I, ask you guys, you know, looking at the Vikings, the Vikings with Devontae Adams out, you would 100% take the Vikings skill players over the Packers skill players, yes? Yeah, of course. Yeah. With that, it's and like, like it's not even close. And Adam Thielen just restructured his contract on Thursday or Friday, so he's going to be good to go. I mean, look. The- Hold on. I want to hear the rest of this. So, yeah, so what? <laughs> go ahead. So if Kirk Cousins can play oh, competent gosh. football. Jesus. I'm just saying plus 280 is not crazy. I, I think the Packers are the best team in the division, but there's a lot more pressure on Aaron Rodgers. And- what gives you the impression that suddenly Kirk Cousins is going to figure it out? I mean. Wait, what do you mean figure out? He's. Plays good football. Does he? What? What? I mean, they just gave him money, so they think he how plays did, good me, football. Well, here, let's let's do the old thing that we like to do. How did Packers fans? Uh, how did excuse me, um, Vikings fans react to that? I don't think they were thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, well, that's a good starting I was, point. Cousins has been in Minnesota for four years. He's he's averages four thousand ninety six passing yards, thirty one touchdowns, nine picks per season, and completes sixty eight point three. Yeah, he crushes it. He crushes it in fantasy. But I don't think anyone would argue that at the end of the games he turns it on, unless you're Grant Paulson who gives him a hard time. Would you say that Aaron Rodgers turns into Kirk Cousins in the playoffs? (laughs) Yes, I would say that. (laughs) I mean, they've won eight, ten, seven, and eight games. I mean, it's not like they're garbage. No, but he they should be for what he's making. I feel like he should be doing more. Is that fair? I mean, I don't don't disagree with that, but I I do think this is a team that can easily like this offense. I mean, they're. You say, you say easily, but it hasn't I, been this easy. This offense is going to be good. Better than it was last year? Um, Yeah. <laughs> yes, because they won't have Mike Zimmer running it. Mike Zimmer didn't run the offense. Well, they I mean, won't... don't forget, eight of their nine losses were by one score. So, like, yeah. this this team was in every game. They just, I mean, they should have been at least nine and eight with that that Cardinals, uh, Greg Joseph missing the field goal. They lost an overtime to the Bengals. They lost another overtime game somewhere to the Ravens when they blew a, a big lead. They had that crazy loss to the Lions. I mean, this is a team that was on the cusp, just the cusp always went against them. A lot of those were because Kirk couldn't turn it on in the fourth quarter, like Ryan said. I'm, I'm Team Wilson on this one. Thank you, Devo. Which, which I have not said over the past two weeks a single time. Well, also, also true. It's one thing to say that, like, if Cousins, like, you you essentially started by saying, like, Cousins sucks. I didn't say he sucked. I said he needs to play better. Okay. All right. So if you have a hundred dollars right now, each of us are given a hundred dollars. Who are you betting on out of these? So oh. you are you betting all your hundred on the Lions? Oh, I can split it up. No, I mean, let's put it on. <laughs> you have to put it on one team. You get a hundred. You get one a one unit hundred dollar bet on one of these teams in this division. Yeah, of course. I think I'm putting it on the Packers. If you let me split it up, I'll put fifty bucks on the Lions. 50 on the Packers. But yeah, I'll, I mean, I'm, you should really do 75 25 in that instance. <laughs> All right. I'll do 74 26 just to, just to spite you. Um, but, but yeah, is anyone not taking Green Bay? Is anyone taking Minnesota? I guess is the question for the full. I, think, I mean, I think if I had, if I was, if I was betting $100, I would take the Vikings if I could only bet on one team because I, I don't think the minus 190 is a very good number 
for for Green Bay, given that Adams is now out of town. Like, I mean, I talked about betting him at minus 140 before Rodgers came back, and I did. And, you know, I mean, I still like, I still think the Packers probably win. Here's the thing, though. Our buddy Steven, I think what we talked about uh, on the uh, Devontae Adams emergency podcast, emergency podcast number 4 million this calendar year, by the way, is that he only would cost, quote unquote, I think it was about a half a win. The Packers losing him. And I think he brought about a half a win to Las Vegas. Um, there's conversation that the Viking, well, they haven't done anything much in the way of free agency, but they're they're thinking about trading to Neil Hunter, which is that feels problematic. They don't have any cornerbacks. Patrick Peterson's still a free agent. And easily come back there. Easily. Breach just said they have two million dollars in cap space. I mean, it's not like you're I mean Well, my point is that they're they're not better today than they were two months ago. And a lot of other teams are. The Packers, you could argue, aren't either, but they're still, you know, the defense could be pretty bad. Yeah. The defense could absolutely be terrible. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking these are things you have to consider because the question was, how's this team going to get better? And I think they have a lot of things to do. Well, the, all right. So the one score games does usually equal regression back to the mean, which is a positive for the Vikings in this particular case. They're going to be worse next year on paper, though, in terms of the personnel. The the offense is the offense is just going to be good unless Kevin O'Connell is a is a complete fraud. Like the offense, the offense should be good. Um, they have, yeah, I mean, look, they are rolling with kind of the status quo. I get it. I mean, they, they've got most of their guys back from last year. And again, I understand that you don't think that last year they were very good and they weren't great, but they were, they were a psycho team last year. I'm saying that if you bet a hundred dollars on the Packers at minus minus one ninety, your net return, if the Packers win is $153, including your hundred that you put down originally. If you bet a hundred dollars on the Vikings, your net return is $380. Like I would rather take the chance on the Vikings at the plus money with all, well, almost three do, to one do odds. The probabilities that each of those teams is going to win the division—that's well, where the you know that I can't do the probabilities. Well, okay, well, my point is that the Packers is probably sixty-five percent, and the the Vikings is probably like thirty percent or something. That's my point. Like you have to you have to include those as well because that's otherwise right. you're taking the Lions every time. That's the only thing I'm saying. I know you don't know them off the top of your head, but I mean, obviously the the Packers are favorites in the in the Vikings. Well, what does Stephen O? What does Stephen O have? Um, so do you, I don't know if he sent out the Vikings. Like, what does he have for the? What did he send for the Packers last night? Let me see. Whoever said sixty-five percent—that's the implied odds of negative one ninety. Man, what yeah, a great guess! Sixty-five point yeah, five. I would hope the the clown who went to Carnegie Mellon, like David Tepper, <laughs> could do the math off the top of his head, as, opposed, right. to, as opposed to the English major <laughs> from NC State. Uh, what's the other? Did, do you have the odds for the uh, the plus two eighty breach, or that's the only one? You that's twenty six point three percent. Dang, I said thirty percent. I'm pretty smart. Uh, so, would you ask Princeton about Stephen O's numbers? All right. So, with Adams, seventy one point three percent chance they win the division. Without Adams, sixty three point eight percent they win the division. So, yeah, so it's only half a game though, half a game total win totals. 10, 9 7 to 10 2. So but 63.8 is in other words like that's the number the numbers are probably all over it. I'm saying I would rather run the risk of or I would rather take the chance of getting the the plus 280 for something that I mean like I think it's a fair price for both of them. I don't disagree with that. I just wouldn't I don't Here's the thing, I don't like Kirk Cousins, I don't like Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't like those sorts of quarterbacks and I I have a great distaste for them. And um, probably too much so. I, I was down on Jerry Goff, and then when you look at his numbers, he was actually pretty good. And I actually thought he played pretty well last year uh, in Detroit, given the circumstances. So for some reason, I'm, I'm higher on the Lions right now. It uh, doesn't. I mean, there's just not a lot of free agents out there that make a ton of sense for for the for the Vikings. I mean, maybe they could go get uh, Stephon Gilmore uh, on like the cheap, or bring back Patrick Peterson. I mean, you just get to. I realize they have two point some million dollars in cap space, so they they do have to figure that out. It's like two point four 
million dollars. And when you look at <laughs> they want to save some money under the cap, um, it's not great. The uh, of course the Daniel Hunter trade would would free up a ton of cap. They just they don't have a ton of moves. They're sort of just kind of jammed. I think here. That's what I'm getting at. Okay, well, you and Breach seem to be on the Vikings train, though. So are you still I there? I think the Packers I think, are the best team in the division, but thinking the Vikings are the best value bet-wise isn't yeah. – they're different. Let things. me ask you this. Do the Vikings make the playoffs? Seventh team, Wilson. We said it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think – I mean, You can be start. a bad team and still get that seventh seed. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think there's uh, – pretty good chance they make the playoffs considering how bad the nfc is obviously well, there's now make it so, last year. what's that they didn't make it last year i'm aware that they didn't make it last year um again i'm stating that there's a better chance that they make the playoffs this year than last year but primarily because of you know russell wilson uh moves to the afc you, you, and you have just a lot of bad teams now granted we could have two nfc south teams that get in wouldn't be surprised to see two nfc west teams get in so you've already whittled down, you know, your wild cards available there. Um, but I think I would uh, could come down to like Vikings Eagles. It'll probably look similar to what it looked like last year, where the you know the Vikings are right there in a fight with you know a couple of questionable playoff teams. I mean, you were you were pounding the table like less than a week ago that the Bears might make the playoffs, and now you keep telling me the Vikings can't. Like you can't possibly think the Bears are a better team than the Vikings. No, I don't. But I mean, I'm using Breach's seven seven teams theory. Seven teams theory. They're just seven teams who go to the playoffs. The theory that the seventh team can be horrible and still yeah. get in the playoffs. Oh my god! Just... I love that it's called the seven teams theory. Way to give it a name, Wilson. You got it. Unbearable. <laughs> Maybe. So anyway, all right. Let's go. Caleb Campson asks question: As a Chiefs fan, should I be concerned about the AFC West additions and us only bringing in Justin Reed? We talked a little yeah. bit about this yesterday because I said the only team that hasn't really made a big move were the Chiefs, and I think Breach mentioned well they signed Justin Reed, which actually I I like, but I like Justin Reed. He's younger. I don't. Maybe he's cheaper than uh, Teron Mathayu, but um, he was a pretty important part of their secondary as well. So they restructured Frank Clark, I believe, because there was some conversation of trading him. He's coming back. They still need help along the defensive line at edge rusher. The offense is fine. They're going to re up Tyree Kill. I, I mean. Other than that, Holmes. I mean, yeah, you right. Can be, Where else do they need to improve? Is what I was going to say. I mean, this is this is sort of like you live in a nice neighborhood. You live in a you live in a neighborhood. You've got the nicest house on the block. Uh, you love your neighborhood. It's very calm, quiet. You know, you you're kind of the you know you're the you know kind of sort of run things around the neighborhood. And all of a sudden, three like people from you know let's say you're in the south, and then like three people from up north move down, buy the lots, the three lots around you, bulldoze the houses that were there, and build giant mansions. You look around like, what what, what are you doing here? Get out of my neighborhood! Um, you know, the Chargers, all, char all three of the teams, the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Raiders have made monster splash moves this, this offseason. Now, you could argue that the Chiefs become great value at plus money to win the division, I think that's the case, and that everybody and their brother will be picking one of the three teams who made big moves this offseason, and the Chiefs will just win the division again because they have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Like, that's not that crazy at all. Um, you know, Russell Wilson is in a new offense, is playing with new teammates. You know, he has a lot to prove, and I think he'll be fine, but he is an older quarterback playing on a new team in a, in a tough division, in a tough conference. You know, the Chargers, like, show me something, Chargers. 
win, win, you know, like before I'm going to back the chargers, show me something. And then with the Raiders and, and, and also all these additions that these two, that the three teams made star players, huge names, but they're also older veterans. Like it wouldn't be crazy if Chandler Jones, Khalil Mack both missed significant time because of injury. I mean, those guys have done that in, in the, in recent years, Devontae Adams and Derek Carr should have a great relationship, but maybe, yeah, maybe it sputters a little bit because they haven't been, you know, you know if you, if you, it, it, it's a college fling. And now you, you know, you've been off, you've been married to somebody else for a while. Now you're back to, you know, maybe, maybe the sparks don't fly like they thought they would. I agree with the first half. Then you started getting a little crazy there with the maybe, the maybe scenarios, but I think that the chiefs are still the favorite and the other teams do have a lot to prove. I, I don't know how good the Broncos are going to be just because, as we've talked about before, how healthy is Russ, new offense, what you just said there, and getting acclimated and all that. I love the the Chargers because I love Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert, so we'll see there. And I actually like what um, Josh McDaniel and Josh McDaniels and Derek Carr and now Devontae Adams can potentially do there. But I think it starts in Kansas City. Yeah, well, I mean, we saw what happened to the Chiefs in the Buccaneers Super Bowl where Patrick Mahomes just got beat up the whole time. And granted, their offensive line has improved immensely since then. You just look at what these other teams have done. You look at the Chargers having Bosa and Cleo Mack. You look at the, the Raiders having Chandler Jones and Max Crosby and the Broncos defense. And so I think that makes it a lot tougher on Patrick Mahomes. And maybe the Chiefs offense won't have as much firepower uh, as they usually do. I mean, they've dominated this division for so long that it does feel like this would be the year where that domination ends. So maybe instead of winning it by two or three games, they only win by one game, or maybe they win it by zero games and they win a tiebreaker. Uh, but it does feel like it's going to be a lot more tightly contested. So is the Super Bowl team and the AFC coming out of this division, or is it going to be Buffalo or the Steelers or the team that won it last year? Won the AFC last year? No, that's not going to be them. What would the. Um... You get AFC West and AFC North. Or like let's let's put some odds on the AFC. I would say the AFC, if you're picking like where what division does the Super Bowl winner come from? I'm gonna say AFC West is plus one fifty. AFC North is three to one. Okay. AFC East. You only get one really good team, maybe one and a half. It's probably five to one. Jeez, I'm all over the AFC East then. Yeah, I mean, but you could just bet the Bills at like seven to one. Very disrespectful, my Coracle, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, or bet the bet the Bills and bet the Patriots. I mean, you probably get better value than five to one. Uh, and then the uh, AFC South is like forty. <laughs> <laughs> and that's after they trade the Bengals to the AFC South. Yeah. Uh, which one would you bet? I'm going AFC, AFC, South. AFC South is like twenty to one. I think I'm going AFC East. AFC Wait, East five to one. What was the AFC North? Three, three, three and a half to one. Oh, you changed it. And three, the AFC three, South was 20 to 1? Yeah. I'll take the AFC South. See, there he is. He he bets negative money line. And then he the Titans were the number one seed in the conference last year. Ryan Tannehill and if the Colts get a competent quarterback, they're going to be a Super Bowl contender. Okay. Who's their quarterback now? Uh, Not a competent quarterback. <laughs> not anyone they're going to win a Super Bowl with. Okay. I don't think that's a very smart bet. <laughs> <laughs> what if they end up with Matt Ryan? They're a Super Bowl contender. Oh, that's wait with who? If who knows? Colts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll take the Colts and Titans at 20 to 1 a combo. I get them both. Yeah, right, you can have them. Plus, hey, maybe Jacksonville, Doug Peterson, some of that Philly special magic that Debo always is talking about. Glad I didn't make it 40 to 1. Nicholas Lee's asked, 
it's a short, long answer, short answer, long version, or long answer, short version. Yes, a little concerned, but Chiefs should be fine. So Lucy P has a mailbag. Yes, it is. And I've got my calculator. Mailbag question. Love the show, especially when it's a Super Friends pod. Well, you are in luck. Anyways, my question is, is the, are the Browns a lock for a wide receiver in the draft since they released Jarvis? Well, they need edge rusher. They need defensive tackle. Um, they may need even offensive lineman the way they're going. And they obviously need um, a wide receiver. They also need potentially a quarterback. <laughs> so I don't know if it's a slam dunk. I, I do like a lot of the wide receivers where they'll be picking. I think they picked 13th or 14th. So um, they can probably be one of the first teams to pick 13th to have the their pick of the, the wide receivers at that point. There may not be any going off the board there. Maybe Washington does at 11 because they have their quarterback of the future. I'm not joking. Um, Ron Rivera is convinced that Carson Wentz is the guy. So at 11, I'm they can... not joking. He's forced to say, <laughs> I am not being held hostage against me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Garrett Wilson is the guy that I love the best. I've talked about him a lot. And um, I've actually, in all these millions of mock drafts, I've had him go to Cleveland in previous weeks because he reminds me of Odo Beckham. That would just be sort of funny. But he's also really good. Drake London at USC. Um, Jameson Williams, who's coming off the ACL injury, probably goes a little later in round one because of that ACL injury, but he probably would have he's been wide receiver a, he's one. He's such a good player. If he's yeah, there. so, I mean, if you're okay on waiting till October, November to get him, that's an option. Um, Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, who ran the slow 40 time, but is still a fantastic football player. And then if you don't get him in round one, you can circle back. You have the 44th pick. There'll be guys there, 78th pick. They have a comp pick at 99. All the way into the fourth round, you can find guys that can help right away. They have Anthony Schwartz. They have Donovan Peoples-Jones. And that's it after Amari Cooper, I think, in terms of depth. Rashard Higgins just signed somewhere else. So um, they certainly need players there. <clears throat> but uh, they, it turns out they need players a lot of places, which is weird given that they were my favorite. And I'm probably, for instance, not breaches to, to win the division last year. And yeah. I do think real quick, Wilson, based on what you're saying, just because they, they're spending $20 million on Amari Cooper, they do have Donovan Peoples-Jones, and they love Anthony Schwartz, I would be shocked if they used their first-round pick on a receiver. It feels like more maybe the second-round pick, and then they have two third-rounders. I feel like they use one of the third-rounders on a receiver. Who are you taking in the first round? Just for any position? If you're the Browns. I mean, yeah, they, use, they use tight ends so aggressively. that and, they just and cut the, Austin Hooper. Yeah, but they, I mean, franchise tag in Joku, and they have um, Harrison Bryant, too. Okay, but Breach, who are you taking? Uh, I don't even know what position I would take. Uh, maybe a quarterback? Yikes. Uh, we're getting rid of Baker Mayfield, man. Huh? Okay. Uh, you don't have to trade for one. You just, you know what? I'm just going to start fresh. Um, I see this. I don't know who this person is, but they, I mean, they just look like some rookie mock drafter but whatever uh they have uh, jordan davis going 13th to the uh to oh the that team. was me thank you i was gonna make a i was gonna make a me joke oh! <laughs> um no, no, no i actually think that's like i think they'll do something like that just the way that this front office sort of operates i, I do i agree with breach with the with the way they use tight ends how much they like to run the ball and with their commitment to cooper and people's jones i wouldn't be surprised at all if they went defense and then you come back and get a receiver in the second or third round they just don't it wouldn't. I mean, it's not crazy that they would take a receiver in the first round if they love somebody, but I, just the way that this uh, draft class is built up, um, you know, Nicobe Dean, Trevon Walker, Jordan Davis, Derek Stingley, all guys going in that range, uh, and your mock Wilson. That makes man. That makes a uh, just makes a lot of sense. 
You gave it away with the rookie mock drafter. <laughs> Never heard that phrase before. Smash that like button if you're in the chat. Feel free to ask us questions. Stu Brumhill asks, of the three of you, which one is most likely to end up on the front of the National Enquirer and what for? Are you? Yeah, absolutely. Breach. What? Yes. No, I mean, it's probably me. <laughs> That's easy. What are we? I mean, are we just assuming it's going to be for serial killing or like what? Well, Breach walks around a lot by himself getting up to nonsense. So I, I, I don't like when he goes to cities, he walks around a lot. He walks fast. Um, so he's always walking away from something he probably did. And you're never quite sure what he's up to. Scandal. Some sort of scandal. Maybe scandal that takes down Will Brinson as the <laughs> host of the Pick 6 podcast. I mean, I don't think it would be like, you know, longtime CBS writer secretly keeping bodies in fridge. And um, yeah, that's right. It's What, what would the scandal would be is like Breach has been pretending to have a family. And like really just lives with thousands of cats. <laughs> It would be like the Manti Teo situation with his girlfriend where yeah. it's uncovered that CBS writer claims that he's had a family for the past five years, actually does not have one at all, lives with seven cats in yeah. a closet. Yeah, pretty much. That's, Rents that's, out the room that he does the podcast from. Yeah. Doesn't even live there. And like we've even oh, abducted by aliens. Breach could be abducted by aliens. I could see that. W no, Breach is doing the abducting. Breach is the alien. What are you talking Bre about? Breach had Breach. It's a Breach is an alien. That is right. that's how he ends up on the National Enquirer. That was uh, Molly P's idea. Abducted by aliens. Yeah, I could see any of those all any and all those scenarios. Breach goes yeah. on date with Lindsay Lohan. Writes tell all book. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. not happening. Mm -hmm. Not in this universe. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's see. Let's go back to the mailbag. Mailbag. Draft evaluation versus valuation from Abada, uh, Abadami9313 via Apple Podcast. Otherwise, writer, you can always leave. Oh, I like that from Caleb in the chat, too. It's like Breach um, like Breach goes into – Breach like kidnaps Elon Musk and, and goes into space instead. Or like, or like Elon Musk gets out into space and is on camera and rips off a mask and it's Breach or something like that. Would you be mad that I didn't share my billions with you then? Yes. Yeah, sure. Or at least throw us a bone and give us a Tesla. Thanks as always for a great listen. How much do teams evaluation of players and valuation of traits and positional value generally differ for all teams, quarterback edge, left tackle and cornerback tend to be the most valuable positions, but if teams were randomly assigned their draft order, would it wildly change the order in which players were selected? Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think like if uh, the Bengals like ping pong ball situation with the, like with the NBA. Yeah, if the Bengals had the first overall pick, well, this isn't the year to take a quarterback, but they wouldn't take a quarterback. They would take right. Icky Kwanu or Evan Neal, I would imagine. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. 100% um, Bengals were taking uh, Bengals. If the Bengals had the first overall pick, they are giddy at the idea of getting another like another top-tier tackle and either sliding him inside or playing him on the right, on the right side of the line. Is that right, Breach? Is that what you would take? Yeah, and, and the other thing I think about this question is that, you know, rarely do you have a consensus. Top, you know, like if there's a quarterback – and Andrew Luck's at the top of the draft. No matter who's drafting number one, they're probably going to take him. But outside of that, you really see uh, evaluations differ, especially at wide receiver. I mean, we we grill the Eagles all the time for making dumb picks at receiver. Um, and so that I think there are certain positions that get evaluated a lot differently. And we see the teams that evaluate well tend to be teams that are successful year in and year out. 
Wilson yeah, in your draft. I agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you would certain 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 teams value certain things, and certain people are gonna you know these te- like you know the Patriots. If the Patriots had the first pick, you know, I maybe they're maybe Aiden Hutchinson. They don't view as somebody who fits in their scheme, and they do want an offensive lineman. Like we don't even know what would the Patriots do with the first overall pick? Trade it. Uh, you can't trade it. What would they do? Probably take an offensive lineman. That Let the like- clock run out so someone else could use it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just feel like they would. They would. I think they would take Icky, or I don't know. They they maybe Evan Neal. I don't know. It's a good question. This would be to, like the highest they've picked in Belichick is probably something like Gerard Mayo. I remember was top ten, right? They yeah. they they got a they got a. They got those pit, the Gerard Mayo pick was from the Raiders, I think. Right, right it wasn't their own, and because yeah. that was after I want to say after the undefeated season. Yeah. No, it was after it was after they retooled. I'll tell you real quick. I got it right here. Um, <clears throat> where's Mayo? Mayo was tenth in two thousand eight. So yeah, we're right. You're right, Debo. What's up to do? Oh, you know who else was drafted in that uh, draft by the Patriots? What year is it? 2008. Matt Castle? Uh, close. Matt Castle. Oh, Kevin O'Connell. Yes. Kevin Vikings, O'Connell. Vikings coach Kevin O'Connell what? and current New England Patriots player Matthew Slater somehow still. Because it just yeah. re-upped. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. And then uh, they also got, um, yeah, the Patriots are some bad first round picks. Mm-hmm. Is that crazy that two current coaches were drafted by Belichick? Uh, Vrabel and uh, no, Vrabel was signed in uh, free agency. He was drafted by the Steelers, breach yeah. third round. Uh, bad. I was oh! no, no, take it back, take it take, back. Thank you, Debo. Take take it back. <laughs> Dunk on yourself. Was he draft quarterback? Wait, what? What's the question? O'Connell and Cliff Kingsbury. Oh no! Wait, what? What was the what? What did Breach get the dunk for? What's the Kingsbury? He part? did two two. We we jumped the gun on Vrabel. Oh, I Vrabel. said the Patriots. Two current NFL coaches were drafted by Belichick, and you guys dunked on me because you said Vrabel wasn't drafted, and I wasn't referring to Vrabel at all. <laughs> but I think you were referring to Vrabel, and I then, was, yeah, no, I and then you scrambled, and you got and you got uh, no scrambling. You, got, you pulled Kingsbury out of your ass. No, <laughs> this is just the correct. These are called facts. Uh, you learn them. Learn the game. We got dunked on. Um, yes. Learn the game. Uh, okay, another draft question, really quickly. Can you uh, mailbag from Good Game Needs More, the Apple Podcast? Can you please answer how you think KJ Jefferson, Arkansas quarterback, will be in the NFL? Also, which Arkansas player do you remember the most growing up? Oh, that's easy, Matt Jones. Wow. 2000, 2005. Matt Jones, Darren McFadden's also a good one. Uh, McFadden, yeah. And I mean, like when you say growing up, I mean, I'm thinking like the last fifteen years because I'm a thousand yeah. years old. But like Matt Jones, because he ran a four three at his uh, pro day, he was a or the combine or wherever he was a quarterback in in college, and he converted to wide receiver, and he's supposed to be this sort of new wave of tall wide receivers, and he just did not care about football. Uh, of course, first round pick did not work out. They drafted him. The Jaguars did in the year before they drafted or the year after, or maybe even that year they drafted a kid out of Washington who was also six five. Um, he didn't work out either. That was back during the Jack Del Rio days. I think uh, Byron Leftwich was the quarterback. But anyway, um, KJ Henderson, he's good, man. Like, um, I, I see glimpses of him now because when I'm watching Traylon Burks play, he's um, looking at his numbers here, 6'4", 235. He reminds me a little bit of the Florida quarterback. Um, 
what's his name? Anthony, Anthony Richardson, but he's a little, a little more polished. Um, so plays in the SEC. He had a really good season. Uh, I think he only threw four interceptions. He had 21 touchdowns, four interceptions, and put up some big numbers. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what he does next year. Um, they had a pretty good football team, but I, I didn't watch him as closely as I would have if he were coming out, only because I didn't need to, but I, I did catch glimpses of him watching uh, some of the guys on his team that are going to get drafted for sure. I don't um... – <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't think of an Arkansas player growing up. I can remember like Arkansas basketball player. Arkansas Fred Barnett. Ooh. You should have said that, Debo. I like that one. Yeah. I I go to uh, Sean Andrews. I don't know if you Sean Andrews. The, the, the Steelers wanted guard. to draft. The Steelers wanted to draft Sean Andrews in two thousand four. Thank God that that didn't happen. That's what uh, I mean. He was like when I was in high school. But Ryan Mallett. Yeah, Mallet I can think of one for Wilson. Yeah, now I'm in Arkansas. Barry Foster. Carrie who? Barry Foster. They said Carrie Foster. I only I only say like the growing up part is just like like when I was you know there just weren't a lot of Arkansas like I, when I think of Arkansas and being younger I think of the Corliss what? Williamson. You can think about yeah the, yeah that's, that's Nolan, Nolan Richardson. Did Darvin Ham go to Arkansas? I don't remember. Did you he? know who went to Arkansas? Who is currently in the NFL and probably. Maybe one of the best players come out of Arkansas. No, Darvin Ham went to Texas Tech. Sorry, Jason Peters. Did he go to Arkansas? Tight end. He went to Arkansas. No, the Eagles are the the tackle. He was a, he was a tight end. He converted. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He built breach. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, he went to Arkansas, didn't he? Uh, I thought he went to like Buffalo. I thought he went to Auburn. You're right, Arkansas. Good call. <laughs> okay, all right, that's a good one. Breach is killing. Got, us. got a little confused there, but yes, I'm glad that one checked out. That one I was not sure on, but uh, I mean. Peters was a undrafted guy, so he like was not making a name for himself while at Arkansas. Right, right. Okay, Steve Atwater. That would be uh, big one. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I have a question. Who do you remember most from NC State growing up? <laughs> uh, Chris Corciani or the other tall goober? Could have remembered Pete Carroll, but he left for Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, fired, bro. I'm not, you're not Dixie doo, <laughs> he got dunked on. All right, Wilson, what's your question? <laughs> All right, here we go. Would you... Last question, as always, in the mailbags feature Ryan Wilson. Would you rather? Would you rather always have to wear wet socks or oh. always have to wear wet underwear? Oh, and you can't, I mean, wear, you, can't wear, you can't wear sandals, you have to wear like. Boots or shoes or something. Closed toed footwear. Can, can you walk around? Oh man. I mean, the obvious quick answer is wet socks because you don't want your junk to be wet twenty four seven. Or do you? Either way, this, you're getting a rash. Like you're getting a rash in your feet. I'm going wet rash. socks all the way and not even thinking twice. But about you won't that. be able to walk after a while. Well, if you go wet socks, can you go commando? It doesn't matter. Or if you go wet, <laughs> you're wet. If you wear wet like, socks, you can do whatever you want to do. Donald uh, Duck, like why I mean, can, can you wet socks? Do <laughs> the question. No, you can wear dry whatever you want there. You, you can wear cold if you want to wear. Well, let me ask. You, let me ask you this: Is it a situation where there is? Is it like so? Are you you are wearing wet socks like twenty four seven? Or every time you wear, every time you're in a situation where you need socks, you have to wear. Pull I think it, it both have to be twenty four seven. Otherwise, you would just move to the beach or something. Right, just yeah, I guess just wear sandals. Like it's like it's like thirty-two degrees outside to wear. Yeah. No, you always have to wear wet socks or wet underwear. Okay, is there chafing and or like or is it just I think all the all the medical concerns that come with wearing wet clothes 
come with this would I mean, you rather you're just gonna have fungus on your like your you're feet gonna be, are just gonna be mushrooms your feet or your groin area it doesn't matter i mean yeah. you can't think about, think about trying to sleep in either wet socks or wet underwear it's just i mean so it's, just, gotta, it's just obviously socks but like the idea of walking around in like wet socks 24 7 is pretty terrible and think about people that like get stuck hiking or whatever and their feet get wet like they, yeah their toenails fall off they get all gross and stuff so that that's a concern as well yeah i mean you're can you change the socks I don't think so. I think they just say perpetually wet. <laughs> so you can't, I, I was saying like, you can't go like, uh, get a, like put on a different pair of socks and then they become wet. Like a fresh no. wet pair of socks. I don't think you could no, you put on a fresh pair of wet socks. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So your new socks also have to be wet. Yeah. Yeah. But that's you, what I'm saying. I mean, I guess if you want to do same that. Same on the underwear. Like, I mean, you know, I think the answer is obviously socks. I think so. Yeah. But it is, a, it is Man, absolutely a, Debo, do you, do you have a different answer? Unparalleled hellscape if you have to wear wet socks. Do, do you have a different answer than socks, Debo? Are you going? No, to... you know, I, I feel like I differ from you guys a lot in, in these hypotheticals, but I'm not going to argue this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about wet socks versus wet shirt? I'll still take the shark, though. The shirt? Shark. The shark. Shark. I'm, I'm with you on shark, aren't I? Shark What's versus bear? Baby shark. Dude. Wait, wait. Uh, I'm the one who says you don't want the shark. Yeah, you don't want the shark. Wait, what was the shark question again? Is it shark or in bear? a pool? I shark versus tiger. Yeah, yeah. You don't want the shark. Okay. No. Um, Ebo thinks he's a uh, Greg Luganis out here swimming out, out swimming a shark. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? You said shirt. I'm wearing a wet shirt over wet socks. <laughs> Probably taking wet shirt over wet socks. You can move to Panama City and and make a living participating in wet t-shirt contests with your wet shirt <laughs> that's also an option yes thank you what do you think you, with what the wet shirt can you roll around like so if, it's also weird to think about these wet socks like you can't like walk around you know on a carpet for 30 minutes and dry them out like they're just they just stay wet they're, right. they're just perpetually wet there's yeah. a little sprinkler system built in the same level of of wetness 24 7 i mean the, no. the shirt would be not fun but it would be i think you would go shirt or what a wet hat would be the would be the for like you that's your preference right wet hat oh well here's the thing you just move somewhere that's incredibly humid and hot and then the wet hat actually doesn't feel terrible and that may be what you do with the wet shirt like you move to Houston yeah. Texas in in July and just go outside and just jog the whole time I don't know what you're you do Eastern North Carolina just or walk. yeah absolutely go to Fayetteville um yeah. and you'll fit right in, in terms so of I would say wet sweat. hat would be my first choice wet shirt second choice wet socks third choice wet underwear last choice <laughs> yeah our last choice is like wet jeans <laughs> oh wet jeans no underwear <laughs> <laughs> an extra 40 pounds of wet denim you gotta carry around oh my god what if you had to wear like a like a one of those polos from the like mid 90s like the super chain mail shirts but it's oh so yeah wet. oh my god like the like the one that breach wore the super bowl the, the would you rather book has been the gift that keeps on giving yeah Where, really that'll keep us that'll sustain us through the off season that's right. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for Friday's show. Thanks for... Oh, this, actually, hold on. Oh, boy. Freddie Pritchard has a good one. Socks made of Legos or underwear made of Legos? Well, when you sit in the Legos, they're going to break, so they have to be unbreakable Legos. Maybe it's yeah. like a one-piece Lego. Just like you're assuming... They're this, titanium Legos. You're just assuming it's like chain mail, but it's like with Legos. Jeez. The problem is if you wear socks made of Legos, you're just sitting there and eating donuts all day because you're not walking anywhere. You can't walk anywhere. Right, right, right. If you step oh. on one Lego, you're in hell. Or maybe your feet get so beat up they get used to it. Although, if, Although. This, if, the, if the sock was um, 
because it's not like it's not like a like a pile of Legos. It's like a Lego constructed footwear. Yeah, but it still hurts like the little little dots. Yeah, you would just eventually get used to it though. Whereas <laughs> the underwear you're getting poked and prodded and whatnot. Yeah, in in various places. Yeah, definitely not the underwear. Yeah, no. I think you're going. The, the answer is you just don't you don't want to wear any uncomfortable underwear. Or as Breach said, just go commando. Commando. Breach is just walking around with a tidy whitey's jam. With a Carson Wentz yellow jacket on because he's a commando fan and nothing else. Yeah. Would you rather wear, or would you rather, or just to tie it together, would you rather have wet underwear or a sock, a dry sock with one Lego in the middle of it? And it, and it can't, so every step is just, <laughs> or wet underwear. Well, you have to. What's the stipulation on walking? Because I'm just going to stand still with the socks on and sit down. And is it only on one foot? Both feet. One, one leg. Because I, mean, I would hop it. around on one foot if it was only one foot. <laughs> I would pay to see that. <laughs> Breach hop around like a maniac. That's how, that's how I get on the National Enquirer. But the joke is that Breach is hopping around on the foot with a Lego with it. He's not doing it on the good foot. <laughs> yeah, like, I love Legos. <laughs> All right, that'll uh, that'll that'll do it for the show. Thanks oh, for no, listening. quickly. Tony Pritchard says Breach is wearing a Lego thong. Now we can end the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeesh. That will, that, will, that will definitely do it for the, uh, for the show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Smash the like button if you're watching on YouTube whenever you're watching, whether it's live or not. Uh, join us next week. Of course, we will be live 1 p.m. Eastern time, basically every day. And if you're watching on a Friday, enjoy your weekend. If you're listening on a Friday, enjoy your weekend. And maybe we'll be back before anyone on Monday actually hears this podcast. We'll see. We don't know. Thanks for watching. For Wilson, for Breach, I'm Brinson. We'll see you guys later. Hey, everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time just like me, and also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Fiori gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger, and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viori.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viori.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viori clothing.